0: everybody to the coaches in the mouth coach jeff williams here along with the mouth brent bender and coach bray cook uh got kyle southern here from scorebook live let's start breaking down some classifications it's a fun stuff a little preseason here let's get into 2a uh we've, we've talked to a lot of 2a coaches what do y'all have as far as what you look at your top i know that you're going to release it soon but 2a looks very very competitive with some surprising teams we, we've uh Cross County looks like they got a few transfers. Yeah, in. Cross
1: County out of nowhere yeah. pretty much. Yeah, them and, and of course, you also got to look at the top of the defensive state champions, Hazen, and, and the defending runner-up, uh, Carlisle, which I think is going to be probably pretty good again. But the teams that last year, you know, were not making – that didn't make deep playoff runs, Cross County being one, and also Mineral Springs. I really like what Coach Hathcock has done at Mineral Springs. When I saw what he did at, at Lafayette County and – Taking a team that had, I think they had went winless the year before and then went and won a playoff game. He essentially did the same thing with Mineral Springs last year in his first season. They were winless in 2021 and then won seven games last year. Didn't win a playoff game. I think they actually lost to Carlisle in the first round. But they've got a lot of dudes back. You know, they're running back and receiver, tight end, all that. And, of course, on defense. So I think Mineral Springs is definitely going to continue to take that next step forward just in the second year. But I, I love EPC and you can't talk about two mm-hmm. A contenders without talking about East Poinsett County because they've got Dennis Gaines who according to all stats recorded finished top five nationally with over thirty two hundred yards wow. so and also led the and look at get this rushed for over three thousand yards and also led the team with one hundred and twenty plus tackles so that's a football player right there and as to quote quote Houston nut I mean that's a football player just being able that's that's why you love those those two A teams, of small schools, because you've got guys like that that just get it done on every every phase of the game.
0: Well, and we, we're going to bring on Paul Ernest here from Darks here in a minute. And uh, one thing, it's it's a big deal. People understand, you know, they play a lot longer than, you know, a week longer than, yeah. than you know, 6A, 7A, and 5A. Of course, your numbers are smaller and just keeping people healthy. And, and, and it's such a – you know, the, every coach is going to say, you know, we got to be injury-free and all that good stuff. But you know, two that, way. Oh thing. man, you lose one or two guys, and it it it, it could be tough on you. Let's talk a little bit. Get into it a little bit. Is uh, Hazen defending state champions? They're returning a lot of guys. Feel like they've got a really good shot. Carlisle lost a few. You know, running very, back was the biggest. biggest one. They, one. Got, they
1: one. got a got, they got a good bit of linemen coming back. But yeah, losing Jason Sullivan, a four year starter. Yeah, that's that's big time.
0: And and they're in the same conference, so. Yeah. How, how does that play out? What do you think?
1: Well, you know, last year, uh, the first, the Week 10 game, that was one of the premier games of the week, you know, with them. And then, of course, Arkadelphia mauer had a lot of real. Of course, that was the weather weekend that everything got pushed back. they had a lot of great matchups. And with, with Carlisle, you know, I think that that's probably going to be, I think them losing Jason Sullivan, as great of a player as Luke King was, I do feel like that might be a little bit more harmful or hurtful for them than, Losing than Hazen losing Lake King, what Luke King, but because uh, I just feel like that Hazen's probably got the edge though, you know, on the skill players and all that stuff. But they both got really great offensive and defensive linemen, so. I do think that conference is probably going to come down to those two teams again and definitely are going to be two contenders. But, you know, I think that too, that there could also be some new ones in the mix, like that are going to take that next step, like your Mineral Springs is possibly Cross County.
0: Well, let's just go back to Mineral Springs. You hit on them earlier. Uh, and we're like, Several fixed bringing Coach Paul Ernest on from Dirks. And he was really talking about, you know, they, they've got a lot of great players. And he felt like that league. You know, if you could just get in, you're going to get a chance to win a playoff game and make a run. Let's let's do this. Let's go ahead and bring on Coach Paul Harness from from Dirks. Coach, we've been sitting around talking about a little bit two A football. Talk to us a little bit. Let's a little three part question. Talk to us. I know you haven't been there real long. Talk to us about well you, about your team real briefly, and then we'll get into it and talk about your conference and then overall in the state. So go ahead and talk to us about your team.
2: Yeah, well, uh, the Derrick's Outlaws are the three-time defending uh, district champion of 7 2 Um, We had uh, a little shakeup last year. I think we had one coach that uh, uh, was at the school that he was at before that wasn't new to the conference. So a bunch of people just kind of rotated around. Conference got better. Uh, Mount Ida joined. and joined. And uh, uh, Mineral Springs has a, a phenomenal group of young athletes. I believe they're going to be juniors this year. Uh, they're they're loaded, and uh, you know they keep getting kids moving in with the facility upgrades they're getting. Uh, got a starting tail back out of Nashville going there, so uh, to Go kids already had it, they're loaded. Of course, Mike White to me is is one of the best small school coaches since Frank McClen. Uh He just gets after you in the split back beer, does things that that kids don't like to see these days. So uh, our conference, I believe, is one of the top conferences in the state. Um, and uh, I, I'd like to think that we're going to be right in the middle of it this year again. We returned some good football players, Derricks and uh, uh, returned all of our offensive linemen. Uh, got a new quarterback. Uh, we're, we're trying to figure out which one it's going to be, but he's going to be new one way or the other. Uh, Andrew Mack is a uh, three-time All-State basketball player who's decided to play football this year. And he can kind of throw it a little bit, I guess. He's pretty good. Uh, and then uh, we got two freshmen that have moved up that that we're going to find a quarterback from one of them. So, uh, so I'm pretty excited about the year. I'm not real excited about the 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 row of uh, conference games we got to play with Mineral Springs, Mount Ida, and Poen. But I guess everybody's got to do that when your conference is good.
0: You know, you look at last year's you know crazy year. Of course, you know, I was part of the first kindergarten class ever at Carlisle, Arkansas, by the way, so I'm real proud of that. You know, them and Hazen go to the finals last year and hate each other, you know, there's no love loss, which is, you know, and I, you know, look at Carlisle, you know, they their coach left, and believe they lost a lot of guys, and of course, Hazen, uh, you know, they've been a power for years, and plus, your conference is, is done well in the playoffs, so just, and there's a lot of different parts, you know, and, and people don't realize in your league, you know, staying, people always talk about staying healthy. But if you lose a guy, it's like losing two guys or sometimes three because they're, they're offense, defense, and kick game. Talk to us a little bit overall state wise where you think y'all kind of should wind up in and, and the overall, who, who are some of the teams we all be looking out for? we looking out for.
2: Well, I think, uh, I think it's all pretty much the, uh, the usual suspects. I think a surprise, a dark horse, uh, really has a chance to beat Mineral Springs out of our conference. Um, uh, you know, they've got a kid, uh, Javion Fricks. It's, I mean, he's a man child. He's, uh, he's being, uh, being recruited by, uh, UNLV, I believe, and the University of Arkansas. He showed out in some stuff up there. Uh, when I left over there, he was about 6'5, 240 and could run. And I think he's put on a little bit of muscle and I think he's grown a couple. Wow. inches. So uh, so he's a dude. I expect them to make a, make a push at it, to be honest. And then, uh, you know, Hazen, I'll tell you what, Hazen, uh, that tailback they have, he's the real deal. Uh, I got a chance to coach uh, Luke King in an all-star game, the quarterback that graduated from there. I don't know any program recovers from losing a kid of that character. I don't care how much football he can play. That is a A-plus kid. And uh, if they've got more of those there, I think Hazen's going to be... Uh, right there in the mix again. Uh, Carlisle, uh, you can't count them out uh, year in and year out. Seems like every now and then they'll have a down year kind of thrown right in the middle of it. But I don't expect that to be this year. I think they got a taste in their mouth and they're hungry. Uh, East Point, set County, uh, they always load with athletes. And then, uh, again, out of our conference, uh, you know, split back here, Michael White, here he comes, whether you like it or not. He's-
0: yeah, he's won a few games over there doing that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's won a few, and uh, – and I tell you, I mean, you put that film in and uh, you can play with them most times for about a quarter and a half. But if that's not what you like to do about that second half, they're just, they're going to, that three yards turns into about 12 of a pop. And I think Carlisle does that to you a little bit too. So, uh, 2A football, like you said, it's about staying ha- healthy and uh, it's about, uh, you know, finding that mix of kids that keep your numbers up because. You know, if you only play 11, 12, 13 kids because you're playing everybody both ways, you only have 15. Uh, A lot of those kids are going to go to baseball or basketball and not come out. So, uh, you know, it's a matter of finding a way to get those kids some playing time, staying healthy with your playmakers, and then uh, getting everybody involved. But uh, statewide, I think it's pretty wide open. I think there's some really good football teams and some really good football players in 2A.
0: Well, and that's what we're, we're like. We've been sitting here discussing, and, and like I said, Coach, we're gonna get you off here. We appreciate you coming on. Hey, good luck this this season. We'll have you on again during the season. Thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Go ahead, well. Well, that was very interesting with, with Coach Ernest, and and you know he talked about you know who he was at Mental Springs and's gone to Turf, wow. and has talked about you know how tough that league is. It talked about his team and and feels like they're gonna be in the mix. So talk to me about that conference and I don't know if you got it off the top of your head here you know what's a matchup you know what week? with some games we need to be, be paying attention to that conference
1: well and, and that's the thing too with poen with the, that's another school that I think that doesn't get the attention that it deserves you know a couple of years ago they went to the quarterfinals then went to the semifinals and that's not a school that has had a long standing football tradition i mean really before coach barrett and his staff uh, keith and all them and they uh his brother they they really didn't have any kind of history because i think it was 2010 2011 so you always like that matchup. now definitely dirks and mount ida that's obviously yes. a really good one as well you know i'm really interested to see you know brad chesser i've got a, a long history with him playing against him he's at murfreesboro now you know was at De queen and then came back came to murfreesboro last year he's got a so he got a few players on there so kind of interested to see you know if can they make a little bit of improvement but i think really what it boils down to in that conference certainly uh is is definitely all about mount Ida and dirks at the top there and i think you always got to put poe in there as a wild card
0: well and mount Ida, you know they've been dominant in that league i mean they're, they're 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 playing on thanksgiving they're playing you know in december every year yeah. and uh that's amazing little community to me i mean I go through there, you know, going to Hot Springs a yep. lot, and it's just well, actually done a walk through there, going to Lake Hamlin for just amazing community, and boy, they love their football there.
1: That's right. And in, in terms of the beauty, and I know it's very convenient for me to say this up here, but you know, you're not going to beat Northwest Arkansas and just the atmosphere, but the, you know, Hot Springs that old area down there in southwest of part of the state is just beautiful. You know, I'm kind of from around my family's from around there a little bit, but yeah, Mount Ida, beautiful area there.
0: Well, let's let's talk. Let's go up to Cross County a little bit. We talked about this, and he's got a young offensive line that he, you know, or I think he six four around that part, yeah. a big couple of transfers in from when they've kind of been the the, the summer story this year yeah. with with those kids.
1: Yeah, and and that that makes the two A two even more interesting. Talking about East Pointe so County, then you've got Mark Tree, who's always got athletes. Earl that that just makes it even more competitive. You know, I would say two A two and two A three or two A uh, four, you know, with Carlisle and and Hazen. Those likely, I mean, arguably, were the two toughest conferences out of the four uh, in in the two A class. So definitely just makes it even that much tougher because last year that's who we were talking about. We were talking about the the Mark Trees and then Earls at some point and of course East Point County that made a semifinal playoff run. So just Makes it
0: even deeper. Well, that cross county EPC game, and, it, and Mark Tree's another one. Yeah. I mean, and they're always in the mix, also. So, two way foot, two way looks like it's going to be very competitive, different parts of the state. Yeah. And, you know, another part that people don't understand is. The travel they have in the playoffs—that's
1: it. And you know, like it's—it's down to four classes now. Eight-man football has, of course, had a lot to do with that. But yeah, I mean, it is crazy. The and even and speaking of eight-man, some of those, you know, you've got teams like Subiaco Academy that are having to go to now Corning and Genoa Central down in the uh, in the south deep southwest part of the state. So yeah, it's definitely it's a lot of traveling. You know, I think that that two that conference we were just talking about the, the two regions. <laughs> region two that that one's probably the most like the one that's that's probably the easiest i would say just because you're up in that east part northeast part of the state but yeah it it definitely makes for some brutal road trips i mean you know i I traveled from central arkansas to mina and then to Ashdown to Queen, you know, those are some hikes, and it definitely takes a toll, and it certainly gives a lot of advantage to the home teams.
0: Oh, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Let's let's make a little transition here. Let's go to three A, yeah. uh, I, which I think, looking on paper, could be one of the most competitive classifications we have in the state. Uh, you know, we talked to a couple of coaches we're going to bring on here here in a few minutes, but let's talk in three A. you will know, start with. Get over there with Charleston and Boonville. You know, those guys have been dominant. Yeah. And uh, talk to me a little bit about the defending champions, Charleston and Boonville. Uh, well, especially
1: when <laughs> before Harding Academy moved up to 4A, I, I felt like like across the board this might be the deepest club. When you think about starting at the top with the Harding Academies, the Boonvilles, the, the Charlestons, Prescott, uh, uh, Hoxie, McGee, before McGee moved up. I mean, it was just – there were so many matchups in the playoffs – that even when you got down to the first or second round, there were a lot of quality ones, you know, whereas other classes you got to wait till maybe the quarters before you see something like that. So Boonville, I think definitely, um, you know, Charleston, they're certainly going to be the defending champions. They just lost so much. But Ricky May, you know, he, he, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And a great, great coach, one of the best dudes you'll ever meet. And, you know, losing to Brandon Scott, who was our overall male athlete of the year between basketball, I think he did basketball, football, three-time All-State, in basketball and football, and it was also All-State in track and I believe weightlifting and also golf. Golf for the first time, at least on a competitive team, for this his senior year. So definitely a lot of losses. Now with Boonville, you do lose a good bit, but you also got Dax Goff, one of the state's top running backs and linebackers coming back. You also have Rylan Ray which well, I always say where there's a Boonville, there's a Ray, yes. dating back to his grandfather and Gator Ray and his brother uh, Randon, all those guys and some cousins as well. So he's back after I think he got injured in either the benefit game or week one or something like that last year. Uh, but they definitely got a lot. So it definitely starts up there with those two. But, you know, I certainly think uh, that, you know, it's 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 still very deep without Hardy Academy and, you know, all that. But uh, you know, what is like looking at the screen here, you know, center point, they were a really good rushing team last year. What are they gonna do without mm-hmm. Jace Clark? I mean, that's kind of the questions. I think the biggest one that I have is four dice. Yeah. Back to back state champions a couple of years ago, went to the state championship and lost to McCrory. Um and that and so they were they were in the mix. I mean, they were pretty much the kings of class two A. Took a little bit of a step back, and that's a team that I know I mean, anybody does anytime you're overlooked, but they, they thrive when, when they're overlooked like that and i think that that's going to be a team that makes a a whole lot of important a whole lot of improvement from last season camden harmony grove is one we talked mm-hmm. about earlier with caleb johnson i think that's going to be one to to really watch so it it really does i mean to me it starts with the the teams that you know you like melbourne probably going to be pretty good again but lost Stu, a lot. what, 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 amaz- what an amazing, amazing job
0: yeah. and i saw Stu. uh this past weekend and and I got to talk to him after the season. I didn't realize he was there until halfway through the season. You look up there, you know, undefeated for like 30 years, baseball 30 years. And and the thing about his Mm -hmm. career, and he'd be a great podcast is that guy's won state championships and track base, you know, great baseball coach, a defense coordinator, whatever Stu Smith touches, it's going to be successful. Right. And, uh, and I didn't realize he was there until about week seven. And I was like, you know, Melbourne's rolling and, and, and put two and two together. Yeah. It was yeah, I, think that's one,
1: I mean, not to say that they weren't going to be any good, but I don't think that people saw yeah. that coming, you know, just to, uh, to get to that point and to go on that undefeated run for so long. And what was it was, they lost by a point, yeah. I think, you know, so, uh, it was, it was definitely a, a really that was one that people this time last year certainly weren't talking about. But you know, I think it's definitely going to still continue to be. Uh, but I, I really do. I'm looking, I, I'm looking at Fordyce kind of as you know the dark horse there because coming in last year, moving up a classification, you had a feeling that probably weren't going to get back to the state finals. It wasn't going to get there. But I really do believe that that's a you know coach, uh, coach Rogers again, multi-time state champion. Yes. So and they're always breeding athletes down there. So. I think that they're going to be just fine.
0: The Red Bugs are always going to oh, be the They've they been doing the it for 100 years. Yeah. I mean. yeah, no doubt. Well, let's do this. We're going to go over the Northeast Arkansas right now, and let's bring in Coach Tom Sears. Coach, how you doing today? Doing fantastic. Well, great. So, you're 26. You've been at Hoxie. You've been there a while. You've been pretty much uh, dominated, you know, especially in that that area of the state and your conference been there close quarterfinals talk to us about your team you got coming back coming back this coming year
3: yeah we feel we feel really good about this bunch we have coming back they uh they were the conference champions as as ninth graders but we all know how that changes but they're they're a very confident bunch and they have uh they've worked extremely hard through the years for us and they've been very instrumental in the success we've had the last couple years you know Really tough to come in. We lost 20 seniors last year, you know, had a really big group. It stayed together, the biggest group we ever had. And, um, you know, they did things right. They they came in just like the crew we had before us, the classes we had that had some really good seasons. And they they even took it up a notch. And, man, you know, you just you want things to happen for people to do stuff the right way. And, man, they did. And it, it just didn't work out for us last year. We got knocked out early. But these, these kids are really hungry
0: uh, to come back
3: and, and to move farther than we have.
0: Well, let's go into your league a little bit. I mean, y'all, y'all have really dominated that league. I mean, for over the last several years and talk to us about your league and how that gets you prepared for the playoffs and just how competitive your league is.
3: Uh, you know, it's, it's extremely competitive and, it, and a lot of people, I, I kind of think it's, we're kind of up here kind of out of a lot of, a lot of the media of down in the central part of the state. And, uh, you know, we got OCL that's in there. They're a juggernaut every year. Those guys, they do a fantastic job over there, and they got a lot of really good skill guys. So, they, we always battle it out, you know, whether it's for the championship or whether it's just a, a very good Friday night football game. We, we've gotten to where we, we play each other really well. So, that's that's always a really good game. And then, guys, there is fantastic coaches in this conference. I mean, we've got Farrell Shelton's is a Hall of Famer uh, in Missouri. Don Simmons is a Hall of Famer in Kansas. Terry Farmer's coached a, who knows how many games, won a lot of ball games. Uh, and then Jamie Carter is an Alabama football player. Jeff Blake played at Arkansas State. And then Ben Fisher has moved over to Manila from Blavel and did a great job there. So it's tough. They're, they're, they're very, our conference got kids that are very, very well coached, may not be as skilled as some of the the other conferences throughout the state but they are schematically wise and prepared they're as good as any
0: well talk to me about this because you know uh, I, I've you know lived on the western part of state probably the last 18 years of course you know I'm I see Boonville Charleston you know over you know that you know and they're always in the mix you know of course Harding Academy was there for years of course they've moved up to all the way to 4a uh talk to us just real quick on you know where you see your the Mustangs, you know, sitting there in the overall in the state and, and how do you get prepare your team as far as, you know, cause you know what Boonville's got over there and Charleston's got over there. I mean, you just mentioned OCO. They've had a great, you know, great athletes and you've got great coaching that comes talk to me where you think y'all fit in overall in the state.
3: I think we got a chance to be right there in the mix. If, uh, you know, we lost all over our line and we we've been known here for a long time of having to, the linemen year after year, and we lost them all last year. So we're replacing all of them with juniors this year. But we've got all our skill guys back, so it's a little f- flip of the scenario for us. And uh, actually, it's kind of it's kind of nice. I mean, it's to have all those skill guys back, and uh, you know, our, the guys that we're plugging in there on the offensive line done a fantastic job through spring and the summer. So we feel really good now. There's some very good football teams throughout the state in 3A, you know, and we've we've been fortunate enough to play Boonville a couple times, you know, in the second round and stuff, and we've actually went over there and beat them one time. So, went down to Prescott, and those, you know, they get, we got to hand it to us down there, but we got to see what that level is. And, um, I mean, I, that's where we want to be. We want to be considered right there in the mix of – the top teams in the 3A, you know, it, it, within the top ten. That's our that's our goal. We and then we feel like anybody in that top ten's got a chance. You know, you get in the playoffs, you get in the second, third round, you got a chance to, to win it. We we haven't done that here. Uh, we haven't made the championship game, and that's we want that to happen. So,
0: I understand it. People don't understand. You know, once you get in the playoffs, you know, injuries and just things can come up. But you know, a lot of times you get the state finals, you look up and go. How these two get here, you know, but you know, just the way things are, and a lot of it's just time people want to practice. Well, coach, we appreciate you having you on. Good luck to you this year. Uh, we'll be following the Mustangs. We'll have you on again later on this season. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. The thing about it, he's been there, you know, twenty some odd years. It's just been an established program. You know, you just heard him and what they got come back. They got a good player. Yeah. Where do you see them in the mix?
1: That's the thing is. With them, Glen I think that's why, kind of back to my original point, that 3A has been so deep is because these teams consistently, you just, every every classification you'll have that surprise one or two teams every single year, like last year with Melbourne being that. But it's like just the same ones with Hoxie, Glen Rose, all those teams that I mentioned earlier, and of course now with Hardy Academy and McGee and, and 4A. But that's just what Coach Sears has done is, you know, it's, it's one of those things to where, like when you have a coach that's that consistent, I would rather. I know again, I talked about earlier that they haven't won a state championship, but they're always mm-hmm. in that mix, and that's really what it's about. As long as you have a coach that is, it's not like you know, you have a three and seven season and then you go and you have a really good year, or maybe two years, and then drop off, you don't see that with a Tom Sears coach team, really. And so, that's just the thing is just keeping up that consistency like he has, and you know, really enjoy I only talked to him a, a couple of times, but you know, always. Uh, always enjoyable to uh, get pick his brain and, and kind of see what's what's he's thinking but just kept a consistent playoff playoff contender for years and years
0: and he stayed there and, and, and been dominant let's do this let's go to uh, a rookie head coach here coach Keener from from Glen Rose let's hear what he has to say and then we'll get see what your response is coach welcome to the show
4: thank you guys for having me I appreciate it
0: no problem coach you're going in you you're you are taking over first year head coach and, and, uh, a tough league, uh, you know, tough division. I mean, you look at the, the teams in in 3A and for all across the state, we've talked to Tom Sears from, from Hoxley. We, we're going to talk to Ricky May from Charleston and know what Boonville's got also Prescott, the curly woods have been dominant. Talk to us a little bit about your team first, and then, then we'll get into your conference play.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, we, should have a pretty decent group coming back this year. We, uh, fortunate enough to have eight and nine guys back on both sides of the football. Um, so that's, that's huge for us going into this year, probably five or six of them, uh, that are going to be three year starters for me. Um, uh, so that's really, you know, really thankful, looking forward to that, uh, guys that have been through the grit, guys that have been deep in the playoffs the last two years, uh, actually got three or four of them that played, moved up and played as ninth graders. Um, so that's going to be really huge going into, uh, this season for us um we'll find out early we, you know we try to schedule a pretty tough non-conference to get us into a conference play you know to get us ready for all those cats you were just talking about um so we, you know we'll find out early where we're at and uh, hopefully we can get out of that uh, sec east conference west conference healthy and get in the conference play and see what we can do
0: well let's let's get into your conference i mean and Rose, you know y'all been it's not like People don't know who you are. You know, y'all won state championships. You've been in the state finals. uh, You've had good runs in the playoffs. Talk to us about your conference. I mean, it's a a rough and tough, tough league. And a lot of times guys that can get out there, they make a run just getting in. And uh, talk to us about the difficulty of your conference and how you think y'all stack up this year in your conference. Our conference is, uh, for the
4: most part, in 3A, probably one of the toughest ones. Um, Our Top four. You know, our top four usually go at a minimum two rounds. Um, I think this past year, the fourth was uh, center point, and they ended up going, you know, two. I think three rounds. Uh, ended up getting beat by a state champion in Charleston. Uh, but you got center point, you got Coach Keithley at Bismarck that's done a heck of a job uh, for the last six, seven years now. He's got his two uh, kids, his two boys that are coming up that will be in high school now. Um, and they're two really good hands. Uh, we got got uh, Magna Cove, who's, uh, who's right up there in the mix. Um, and then Jesseville in any given year can be right up there as well. Um, so, those, you know, those top four right there are pretty tough in general. And usually, like I said, our top four go a couple rounds. And uh, they're tough for anybody else across the state to see when they come out of our conference. So, um, well, it's, it's looking forward hopefully we top off- last year. Go ahead, sorry. Conference.
0: Yeah, it's it's been a pretty, you know, y'all y'all's conference has gone a long ways in the state playoffs. Talk to me a little bit about this. Sorry to interrupt you, but talk to us a little bit about this. Where do you think your bunch is amongst the in the state? And, you know, it's early on. Everybody's, you know, got their top fives out and all that kind of stuff, and and obviously in any league injuries and. The way things happen and 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 in those circumstances, talk to me where you think Glen Rose is statewide. I mean, you're in a league. If you get in, you know, I remember when I was coaching in a league. If you got in, you had a chance to win a state championship. You just had to get in. And uh, y'all's league's real similar. Talk to me where you think you, your bunch is as far as overall with the Preskitts, the 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 the. Uh, the Boonvilles, the Charlestons, those guys, the Hoxies, where, where, where do y'all fit in this bunch?
4: I think we're right in the mix with all of them uh, this year with this group. Uh, high hopes and high intentions for them. Um, we don't shy away from that one bit. You know, we've talked about it uh, since we hung them up in December this past year. Uh, anything of shy of playing in Little Rock is, you
5: know,
4: coming up short for this group this year um and they're just you know we're that confident in what we're trying to do uh, like you said coming out of the conference uh getting to the playoffs you know you roll the dice and see what happens you know with injuries and things like that uh fingers crossed but we uh we we hold our hats up there with with everybody you just spoke about and we don't shy away from that uh, we, we want to play at warm more we want to get to little rock and that's the goal you know an undefeated conference championship that's not what we're trying to do and uh you know I think we I think the kids about in we've had a heck of an off season heck of a summer so far attendance rate's been ninety eight percent um and we're we're excited about it so
0: well, good deal coach uh appreciate you coming on. We're gonna have you on this season. I uh, look forward to watching your team play and, and good luck to you and and look forward to talking to you down the road. Thanks for coming on
4: yes, sir thank you. I appreciate you guys.
0: well, we just heard coach Keener i mean got a good football a couple of good football players he's taken over from his dad. He understands that place. Where do you see – he feels like they're in the mix.
1: Well, and he's right. And here's the thing about Stephen Keener. I've never seen – and I don't know him super well. We've, we've talked on the phone a couple times. I've never seen Stephen Keener do something that he didn't thrive at, mm-hmm. whether it's as a player, whether that's as an offensive coordinator. And he's taken over at a really good time. You know, they've got a lot of a lot of dudes coming back. And that's, that's just another one. Like I was saying, you know, consistently – you always, it's like anytime you're talking about 3A, you pencil in Boone, you pencil in Charleston, but, you know, Mark Keeners, I mean, even back to the when he worked for, for uh, Billy Elmore, which y'all had a great interview, I've, I've interviewed him on my podcast, one of the best to talk to, and just extremely detailed, wise answers, and when he was Billy's defensive coordinator, I mean, what they did, turning that program around, and then what he sustained, I don't think that Steven's going to miss a beat, and I truly mean that.
0: Well, and I do, too, and and... Uh, and- they've got a great tradition there in, a, in a, a, you know, communities like that. They, you know, they just love their school Absolutely. and they love, love their teams and that part of it. Let's move over to Quitman. We're going to bring in Coach DJ Mars. Uh, head coach at Quitman. Coach Mars, to do this, let's, let's get into this pretty quick. We're sitting around discussing, you know, the 3A classification, a little bit about your conference and your team. Talk to us a little bit about where you think your team is and what, what you see coming in this coming up year?
5: We're uh, replacing a lot of starters. A really young team. A uh, big sophomore class. Uh, we return a lot of our guys up front. Uh, you know, that's kind of what we're hanging our hat on is we've got three uh, three-year starters and some big boys up front uh, that have led us the past couple years. So, probably a little bit more uh, on the ground than we have been in the past with some younger scale guys. But, you know, this... Jumping up to three A last year, it's a it's a, it's a different ball game, and uh, you know, you you, you have a weakness or you have a hole somewhere. The, these teams find it now, and especially in the conference that we're in. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a year for us to play a lot of young guys and a lot of new names that we've relied on the playmakers in the past. That's those guys are gone, and you know, like I said, most of our skill guys, except for Grace and it'll be a bunch of new names out there.
0: Talk to us about this. You made the jump last year, and uh. You know, anytime you jump classifications, and 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 I've hadn't done a lot, but just watching, you know, when you go up in classifications, you know, when you go up, there's more coaches on the other staff. There's you know just more people on that part of it, and y'all are growing, and y'all have done a phenomenal job. I drive by there every year going to the lake and check out y'all's facilities. It's unbelievable what you've done with the the stadium and everything there. Talk to us about your conference and and where you think y'all fall in the conference, where your conference falls in overall statewide.
5: Yeah, see, I I thought last year our conference was one of the – and it it even showed that once we got to the playoffs, it was one of the tougher conferences, but – Everybody in our conference is just about in the same boat. I think uh, Malvern had – I'm sorry, uh, Melbourne had uh, 15, 16 seniors. I uh, 24. We had 15. You know, so a lot of people lost a lot. Perryville uh, graduated their, you know, four-year starter at quarterback and, and some key guys. So uh, pretty much everybody but Salem. Salem returns quite a bit. They return their whole backfield and move up probably one of the most talented junior high classes. Uh, that I've ever coached against, uh, really big physical guys. So I look for them to probably be at the top, um, just returning the low mind kid at running back and their quarterback and some big playmakers. And um, Newport, they'll, they'll always be there just with their tradition. And Coach Hood's done a really good job there, just kind of each from there. That's where he played. So he understands and gets it. They'll play a lot of young guys and, and be really good. But uh, for the most part, like I said, it, it'll be a really young conference with, uh, you know, the top. Teams really graduating
0: a lot last year. Well, it is, and and then you start looking. We just, have talked to, you know, a couple of guys. We talked to Coach Sears uh, from from Hoxie. We're going to talk to some other guys. Is, you know, you you know Charleston, Booneville, uh, you know those guys. You know they they're always in the mix also, and and just all the way through the state. Where where do you think if you were looking at it, and you know you weren't coaching equipment, just looking at it. Where do you think the top ten top teams in in three A and where do you maybe see everything lining out at the end a little bit?
5: Well, I think those uh, those two that you talked about they, they've got to always be in the conversation. Um, you know, I think uh, Fordyce is very very talented. We've seen them a couple times this summer. Um, you know, just again with their tradition and Coach Rogers always has those guys ready to play in November uh, to get to December. they um, they're, they're going to be. Uh, really tough. And then um, I think you're crazy if you don't mention the Prescott Curley <laughs> and Coach Glass down there.
0: <laughs> does <laughs> he's got, a great job, doesn't he?
5: And he's got one or two that are pretty decent at football, so they'll find a way to scratch in, I'm sure, uh, and be there late in the year and uh, in, in December as well.
0: Curly has always got a great tradition. They're always there. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming on. Hey, we're going to have you on this year. Uh during this season, hey, good luck to you guys, and good luck to you the rest of the season. All right, thank you very much, guys. See you, DJ, Coach. We just heard from from Coach Mars there from Quitman, who's done an outstanding job, not just with the, the football program, but overall athletically in the facilities. I always drive by there going to the yeah. lake, and it's, they're building something new over there all the time. And, yeah. and 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 DJ's done a great job over there let's talk a little bit about that conference a little bit about that 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 football team
1: yeah absolutely you know quit i i uh, grew up I, i'm from sherwood but my parents have a house at grears ferry so i went through equipment many times another just small to drive through town type deal uh i drove through there fast enough one time that i got a pretty hefty ticket that's another story for another day but uh yeah i mean that's dj like you said he's done a great job there you know still a pretty new program i remember when i first heard my mom telling me that they were getting a football program. We got a lot of friends from that area. And uh, and I can tell you, you know, that uh, one thing I love about DJ, he's not afraid to speak his mind. No, he is not. Not at all. And uh, and I can tell you that the people equipment really do like him a lot. Again, we do have friends there and speak very highly of him. But that's the thing is I, I love a uh, – you, you guys recently had Eli Drinkwitz on. Mm-hmm. And I love listening to interviews with him and just hearing, you know, he's such a smart guy football-wise and just in life. But he's one of those that again is not afraid to say what he needs he, he wants to say. And that's what DJ is. But you know what? He backs it up too. You you look at what he's done at Quitman, and that job is not for the faint of heart, not necessarily because the fan base is so hard to deal with or anything. But again, just because it's a fairly new program. And I mean, you're not really in an ideal area. It's a beautiful little town and everything, but you're not necessarily in an ideal area. And he still keeps them as contenders on a on a yearly basis. I mean, you look at that, that's a t- of conference salem and 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 newport and all those i mean that's that's going to be i mean I, I know that just about i mean i think almost every team from that conference whether they've done really well or not i think we featured you know somebody from just about every team in that conference and i think it's definitely probably going to be against salem and and uh newport and, and equipment in the mix
0: all right myth let's, let's, let's get into this 3a who do you like that's the main thing i mean there's a bunch of quality teams out there but who who do you like, man? You you just gotta you just gotta keep thinking Charleston, 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 you know, till somebody proves it, proves it, proves it. They're to me they're the gold standard. Uh, well, and I and, and the people down at Boonville don't believe that. And I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> you, you get those two together, oh, oh in, in the rivals in in, yes. in three eight are just unbelievable. I mean. Uh, you know I'd I watched a playoff game, you know, those guys and it's it's a uh, well, it's just a, war. a regular
1: season game. You know, it was it was unfortunate and it's just made Boonville people sick. You know, Boonville had about six or seven guys that were they had an incident that's, that's right. Cool. that's right. And they yeah. didn't have six or, so that's kind of what the Boonville faithful are saying like, look, you know, you can brag about this win, but we didn't have all of our guys and all that stuff. And it's definitely, I mean, it's it's personal there, you know. It's kind of like some of the rivalries up here with you know Springdale Fayetteville, you know that history and everything. So it's definitely uh, that 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 area is very prideful, and they've got a lot of rich football history between those two schools.
0: Hey, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to when we break out the schedule and you say, "Here's who you're going to go see in Class Three ai am going to say. Let's make sure the hogs are out of town. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd probably rather go
3: to the three A game than the hog game, but got <laughs> way too much money yeah. invested yeah, in the yeah, tickets.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Well, that's a very interesting outtake, and I'm really looking forward to the the two A three. For some reason, the three A just on paper just looks like oh, it. it's it, every year, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's
1: you know three A football, and and I cover softball for us. I'm a lead content writer for that, and. I love the game of softball a lot. And it's like 3A is incredibly deep there. And that's what I tell people all the time. Is like those are the two sports that I think that is just like from top to bottom. Now, I'm not saying, you know, the best in 3A could beat the best in 7A. But just in terms of classification and just how deep it is, I, I think that that's pretty much year in and year out the class that you point to.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on for this, the 2A, 3A segment. And and really looking forward for this season. I think I think there's going to be some outstanding team outstanding games but my you know we're talking about cross county and that's what makes the summer fun where you you you, you, you find teams you hear a few things and, and see how it works out but uh, oh and another thing about three uh, three uh, you know you go you get uh one dominant transfer in yes. to a team or or two transfers that are war daddies you gotta, you've got you gone from the have-nots to the haves in about 22 seconds.
1: Yeah, it makes a big difference.
0: It, it does. Well, Kyle, thank you for coming on. We're going to hit a little 4A, 5A on the next segment. I hey, appreciate you. Everybody, make sure you like and subscribe. Bray, give us our rundown on how to find us.
1: Yep, find us on Twitter. The uh, coaches Pod is our handle, um, also on Instagram. Um, YouTube is really our home base, Uh, Coaches in the Mouth Pod. Search that. You'll find us. uh, Like, subscribe, and here pretty soon we'll be on the old uh, Apple Podcast.
0: Well, that sounds – Apple Podcast.
1: Apple Podcast. That sounds real, doesn't it?
0: Well, tune in next time. We're going to hit the 4A, 5A, and Kyle, appreciate you being here. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening.